Welcome to the Lake Forest Podcast, a podcast about the lovely city of Lake Forest, featuring topics like local news, sports, music, people, and food. My name is Pete, and I'm joined with my co-host, Scoo Walker. How you doing, Scoo? I'm doing great. How are you? A little cold, a little cold. Hey, we got a show sponsor, NeuroNoodle. Hey, parents and athletes, your kids get a physical every year, right? We'll include a brain map so you have a baseline to compare it to in case something happens. It takes only 20 minutes to get the data you need to figure out if your athlete should go back on the field. Basketball season, isn't it, school? It is basketball. Well, next starting next, next week, yeah. Next week, oh. I guess you can say we're in the season now. All right. Well, I'm sure they're doing, you know, sprints and whatnot, getting in shape. One of the things we like to do here at the Lake Forest Podcast is just to chat about Lake Forest things. Basketball, that's something, Scoo. Yeah, high school basketball uh, right around the corner. Scouts are looking very good this year. Really? Yeah. They got some returners. Uh, I think they should have a really good season. And I don't want to jinx anyone like I did football. Well, I'm not going to say any names. Well, (laughs) Well, the, you know, the first game was rough, but uh, scouts, man, they uh, – Leo Scheidler, holy crap. He came to play. How about that weather? <laughs> oh, man. That was Forrest Gump rain sideways. That was uh, – haven't seen that in a while. Except when the mean, one rain game we had a while ago, the center of the field blew up. What? That's how much rain we got. Yep. The turf got there's a hole in it, and air got in it, and it just this rain just rose it up. <laughs> Pretty wild. Well, I was, uh, you know, fair weather fan Pete. I was watching the stream of it, and uh, shout out to Steve Douglas. Uh, he had the sideline reporters uh, down there, and uh, they, they sounded pretty good. Did they? That's great. I'm, I didn't see them down there. I just probably because I couldn't see out the window. <laughs> how could you make calls that's uh it, it was uh it was tough you know a lot of times you know it's just it's just how you say it i mean i half the time get them all wrong correction what's the biggest uh goof that you had yeah the biggest goof i don't know if i should <laughs> i could probably tell you but i'd have to tell you outside because i just outside okay all right too many, too many sensitive all right. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Let me know when you get your last paycheck. So who do the football scouts got uh, next? They have McChesney Park Harlem. McChesney Park. That's Rockford, man. That's Rockford. That's, uh, <laughs> you ever been to Rockford? Hour and a half, two-hour drive. Yeah. yeah I, th- that one. <laughs> I used to go to them when they played Belvedere and all those games. I was back in the, you know, I was young then. Rockford's an interesting town, you know, home of my boy, uh, Mr. Town. Nielsen uh, from Cheap Trick. That's a, that's a claim to fame, you know, for out there. Yeah, it's really weird. interesting. If you look at the 6A bracket, there's a lot of Rockford teams and a lot of Crystal Lake teams. Why is that? I, I mean, Rockford, I can understand because they're a big town, but Crystal Lake, I mean, good Lord. I think they had four teams. I think that's Up a pretty big... Pretty big up and coming town, right? I mean, I mean, it's no like Forest, but nobody's like. I think they have like six high schools or something like that. That's crazy. All right, so you think? Uh, how do you think they're going to be? Fact checkers on that. 
Hey, uh, fact checkers. Okay, yeah, they're on it. Six. So, uh, <laughs> Pete, you suck. <laughs> we'll edit that on post. Uh, so, Machesnia, they, uh, they're ranked up there, huh? Well, they put 69 on the board. Who'd they play? Uh, that was a Chicago yeah. school, I thought. Yeah, I mean, but they're, but they're, I think they're the third seed. So, yeah, they're good. I mean, everyone's good now. Did yeah. you see the, uh, they're on the other side of the 6A bracket? Did you see the uh, Rock Island and Springfield game? I did not. You did not? I wow. did not. The final score? Yeah. 94-72. They couldn't get to 100? <laughs> First off, when you have 10 minutes, 40 minutes you're actually playing, how the hell? You know, the, here's the thing. Poor Rock Island. Yeah, we, we scored 74 and lost. <laughs> That's a well, lot of points. You know, on the flip side, man, that scout game, that weather was so bad. Oh. I mean, you had to run every play. How long did that get? That game was, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> we had some struggles in the booth with the clock, so that was uh, it was even better that it ran out. <laughs> Yeah, you ever worried about the mic in there? I mean, you ever get zapped? Oh, from the – no, that thing's so old. I don't think it uh, <laughs> has that electricity that connects outside or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten that once from a, a stage mic. That's not fun. No, not no fun. I, don't, uh, I, don't, I don't get my mouth around it. I stay pretty clear of it, but it's got a – it's a pretty old one. It's like... I did see uh, – they have to use a mask to use your mic, I saw, up in the pr- press booth when they want to make announcements. Absolutely. They don't like that, but I'm like, you know, I don't need you spitting on the mic I'm using. That's gross. I mean, that's outside <laughs> of COVID. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean it, it just it irritates me a little bit. You know, everyone grabs the mic and starts using it. This was before COVID. I'm like, dude. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting their orange slushies all over it. Well, it's the thing, if you ever watch people on a mic, you know, there's a lot of spit flying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. Uh, Let's see, walking around town. Okay, so McChesney Park, come on, scouts can do it. I I think so. The scouts are good. They're always always, uh, competitive, and, again, they're going to be competitive. I just think they're just a special team this year. Yeah. Something just tells me that. This could be the year, but boy, there's a lot of good teams in 6A. Well, they are definitely balling. So they got uh, hopefully they have a you know they can mix in the pass this week. That makes them so, even stronger. So we didn't talk about it uh, last week, but uh, we had the survey results come in for libra- library board and uh, city manager. I could have sworn that Jason would have uh, beat the library board, but like. <laughs> Library board, 72%. Yes, they're doing a good job. Jason, sorry, you're only 70%, man. And, and he's doing a good job. You really should. I'm surprised that he, every, anyone voted that knew who he was. And that's not a bad thing. No, you're right. You're right. But, you know. I get, I per- see he's doing a great job. Numbers are numbers. Well, it's, it's consistent, like 70-30, 70-30, unless – Cause you had the good idea that, Hey, if we're going to do surveys for everyone, you know, we got to eat our own dog food. Right. So we'll do a, do a survey on ourselves. Are Pete and Scoot doing a good job? And 
100%. I'm so glad. I Good job. Good job. Good job. I, I, I think I sent in like, you know, five or six of them. So I don't know what the total was. But. <laughs> well, it's 100%. So, hey, we that, that'll keep us going for another show, <laughs> Scoop. Hopefully. So I got a, a listener uh, response on a, to do a survey. Best burger in town. What do you think? Well, if I say, will she come on the show? First of all, we have to we have to do a survey. Who who are the contenders, Scoo? You're Mr. Lake Forest. Oh, contenders! I'd say the Peanut Gallery, the Lantern, maybe Donati's. I know they. What about Chiefs? Chiefs. I haven't had a Chiefs burger. Deer Path Inn. Ooh, Deer Path. Um, Should we say best burger that's under fifty dollars? Uh, that's pretty good <laughs> burger. It's not cheap, but no. Well, but we'll I guess it out if you want a good burger, it's not gonna. It's not gonna be cheap. Who else is in town? Uh, we use Lake Bluff. Oaken. 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 I don't know if they do. Do they do burgers? Yeah, they do. That's the first time I had a burger where they put an egg on top and it put a big old knife right through the middle of it. What about the joint in uh, the new one uh, in Westlake Forest there? Farm something? Oh, yeah, yeah. The uh, North Shore, not the, the gun club there. Oh, on Waukegan yeah, that, that burger is voted in Yelp it's number one. Which one? The gun club, the uh, this North Shore about, Sports. I'm talking about on Waukegan Road in Westlake Forest. And I'm talking about in Westlake Forest too. That's not in Westlake Forest. That's uh, that's in uh, Westlake Bluff. No, it's Lake Forest, brother. Well, it's considered Lake Forest, but it's off 176, I do believe. Well, here you tell me what the name of the place is, and I'll put it on on there. What is it? It's a new restaurant there, right by the train station there, in Westlake Forest. Um, in the strip mall yeah it's uh farm to table type stuff well if you can't tell me the name then it can't be that good caught me off guard but they i'm guessing they do a burger let's see and the bottom line the peanut gallery has the best burger if they ever open up again no they have the best tapas you know what tapas is oh really tiny really tiny plate not enough food so you got to keep buying more plates that's what i that's what I got out of it. Yeah, I can't. I gotta have. So the best burger, though, barring none, I don't care anyone. I'll be happy to argue that with anyone. It's Charlie Bynelings. Is what? Charlie Bynelings. Never heard of it. Oh God, Pete. You like burger? That's a yeah, I like burger. burger. Oh, it's in uh, it. off Old Skokie Road in uh, Northbrook. There, right out. Uh, you know. Well, the, right down Forty One. That's not Lake Forest. I know, but you know what? Love that burger. All right. What about Ferentino? Should I put them down? Oh, yeah, they do the, burgers too. But, I, you know, yeah, put Ferentino's down. I mean, they serve well, We them. put Donati's down. I just don't know. I've never had a burger there or at Donati's. I'm just a, I'm just a pizza and wing guy at Donati's. What about Lake Forest Food and Wine? I don't have burgers. They got great sandwich, though. Turkey Navardi. Woo. You know, Maria... She is so chicken to come on. She's scheduled like three times and canceled each time. What are you afraid of, Maria? Come on. We're nice guys. They got a great chopped Caesar salad for chicken. Mm. So, Scoo, when I saw you this morning, 
how about uh, those light guys? <laughs> yeah, they were uh, frantically uh, stringing <laughs> everything up. For the big, well, I think they, the they were unveiling. They were fixing the lights that didn't work. Those poor guys. Oh, I don't right. know what I don't know what job I'd rather have that or the dude that gets the extra points at the stadium. Oh, he doesn't catch him. He's got to catch him. Well, I was hoping he catches him. Dude, man, you got to haul up that ladder and let's just say it's a little wide right. You got to be careful not to, you know, accidentally try to go if it's over your head. I mean, it's over your head. You just got to let it go and not try to catch it. Well, you definitely don't want to stretch too far far on that. So if the lights are going, so if, if the lights are going up, that means we got a tree lighting. Yes, and that's, sir. That's traditionally one school. That's the Friday after Thanksgiving. It's a nice tree lighting. They have, I believe, they have the school high school choir and maybe the band that they coming up and playing some Christmas songs. You know, I think Santa's gonna be there. I don't know this year. Hopefully, hopefully it's back to normal. Uh, does that fake beard itch, Scoo? Uh, yeah. Well, probably this year I could be, go as Santa. I could be like a seven-foot Santa. Oh, you, you'd scare the crap out of people. I scare the crap out of them now, usually. <laughs> you, you would be. You could be good on the on the Danny Aykroyd uh, Santa on uh, Trading Places. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Tell me about the holiday stuff going on in Lake Forest, Scoot, for all the new people that are that are moving in. They say, oh, I want to be part of the community. And you got oh, the tree lighting. What else? Tree lighting. Um, what else? Do they, got? they got The rec has a lot of stuff going on. I don't know, off the top of my head. The rec's got a lot of nice programs for the kids. You know, drop in. Man, how about Halloween, man? The kids came out, and they were hungry. How many, how many kids would you say were down your street? My wife said, because I, you know, I'm old school. I'm from the city, man. You shut off the lights and you go in the basement. But she said there was at least 30, uh, at least 30 kids, sets of kids, 30 times the door rang. We had a full, huge bucket of candy, pumpkin sized bucket, and it was gone. I mean, there was fingernail claws at the bottom. How about how about on your end in the well, west side? Uh, Oakwood Avenue. We're not the west side. You are we're so the, west. We're the other side of the track. We're in the heart of the blue collar of Lake Forest history. But we had we usually have it's a huge, huge. I mean, they helicopter people in on Oakwood. <laughs> I mean, we probably had I had bought four bags you know the little candies you know they they say there's 300 in a bag i don't know if that's true or not we had four gandhi by 5 30 everything we had kids knocking at four o'clock and i had to scurry off the couch and get the get the uh fire pit out and the chairs lit the fire sitting in the driveway with uh, my beautiful bride and uh, handing out candy. And I'm telling you, it was just chaos. I've never seen I, so many people. For, first time, that was like crazy. What kind of candy do you have? You're not one of those peppermint swirl or butterscotch crap well, candies. We had, we had a whole bunch of bit of honey. And we had... Bit of honey? <laughs> some gobstoppers. I don't know. And then we gave so, out now, now or later. 
Remember those things, those big stick to your teeth? No, man. No, we are strictly a, a Mars. We're a Snickers. I bought the four. four those North bags. Chicago kids, they found us, man. Oh, I'm telling you, it was, I don't want to say North Chicago, but it usually is. I mean, they, they in the years past, there's buses dropping kids yeah. off. But well, it was it was good fun. good for them, man. They took they they it was I it mean, was the northern suburbs from us, but they were nice, they were you know polite, you know, it was it was it was fun, but god, there was a ton of people. What was the best costume you saw? <sighs> best costume I saw some kids in some teenage ninja outfits, and uh had a little girl I saw in a pizza slice awesome pizza slice pizza is always good but uh, so it's like we're back to normal didn't see any mass you see any mass no that's a funny funny you asked that because i looked over at pam and i just said you know what kind of funny not one of these kids have masks or parents have masks on yeah but dare i get into politics on this show (laughs) well i mean (laughs) with all the kids grabbing in that bucket man i mean Seriously, there's claw marks in the bottom of the bucket. This is what I had on. Oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. You know how hot it is in this thing? How do you do your glasses go in front of it or no, it's a full oh, here, here's the screenshot right here. Halloween review. Oh wow. That's pretty uh really hot. You want to leave that on for the rest of the show? I could, but can you hear me? Oh, even better. This is the best. Uh, <laughs> Our ratings just went up. It's hard breathing. Can we can we get past 100%? Yeah, uh, you, you 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 could take it off. You could take it off. Is it scary? Uh no, actually it doesn't. I think it's quite quite uh, nice. Every single year around this time, I pull this thing out and I'll walk upstairs to my kids' room when they're sleeping in the morning, throw this thing on and Scare the crap out of them now. They're just like, Dad, put it away. We're done. Go. Because of dads like you, NeuroNoodle will always be in business. Like I gotta tell you, this I'm like, I I can't breathe. Oh, ooh. <laughs> Take your mask off. Well, I I mean I don't was was that the busiest Halloween that you've seen? And in... it was for, for us, I think it was the busiest. I mean, there was let's put it this way. I always try to preserve the bottom of the barrel. For yeah. Me. Yeah. Because I want at least 50 pieces going back in the house for right. later on. Right. Yeah. And, and we had, we had the Snickers, we had the M&Ms, we had the good stuff. You we had the Snickers. Stuff. You didn't have Snickers. You put the crappy bit of honey up there. Milky Way. We had the good stuff. The bit of honey I pulled out if I didn't like somebody. Here's the, here's the bit of honey. And like, what the hell's that? Might as well put you know, a marathon. Might as well put a marathon bar in there, um, or, or Charleston Chew. It got so tight that <laughs> my wife went to get a to the said. box of Frango Mints. <laughs> we had, <and> aren't wrapped. <laughs> now we we had. I mean, I seriously had uh, probably four bags of. We had almost. A thousand pieces of candy, and that we made the kids only take one because I'm telling you, at four o'clock when the first thing happened, we had this giant freaking thing, and 
one piece. It was like, I'm like, we're not going to make it till dark. There are so many kids. But um, it was about 530. And then, uh, then we do traditionally, we'll do s'mores. And so I had those things fired up for Casey. And uh, yeah, then we're just like, crap, candy done, lights off. And then Pam made her homemade <laughs> chili. And it just like, <clears throat> it's perfect. They were they went till eight p.m. to the yeah, very they were banging on the door all the way up. To, I'm like, we're out. <laughs> you put a you put a COVID Eat sign on. More food, some more food. <laughs> they egged your house. <laughs> no, there's no no. That's what's surprising is we shut a lot of people shut down so early. No no damage, peripheral damage, which is good. Do they ever do that out here? Egg egg places, you know, any tr any oh. tricks? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, well, at least when I was growing up, that was like the main thing. But every, you know, everyone's so polite and nice now. I don't. It's like I, I told a kid. I said, I go, "What's your trick?" And he looked at me like, "Dude, what are you talking about? I just want a piece of candy." You are lucky you didn't call the cops on you. <laughs> That's <true>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was a very festive Halloween. That's great. Well, well attended, and uh, the West Park know. neighborhood was flooded with. People. Well, that's that's why you're on the west side, my friend. But you, you know why? Just like your place, all the houses are right next to each other, so it's just like boom, boom, boom. So we're gonna see an, uh, another scout win. We got the basketball season, and uh, girls and guys, girls, uh, girls. Oh yeah, the girls. Out. We should say yeah. something about the. Uh, I saw the field hockey team did well. I saw the soccer team did well. I think girls finished third in state field hockey. A little disappointing, but I think they got taken down by New Trier, who won it. New Trier. Well, they got, what, 12,000 kids at that school? Pretty much so. It's like but a yeah, junior the, college. The fall sports was a real successful season again for the scouts. You know, for a little tiny school like ours, we kind of produce a – some good athletic teams. All right. We're still looking for a uh, Ward 1 Alderman. There you go. H HPC. We need somebody. Uh, we need some people for the uh, Historical Maybe. Preservation Commission. And aren't, I know, they, you uh, know, aren't, aren't they out of people? Don't they have, uh, didn't everyone jump off and now they can't have a meeting because they don't have a quorum? I, I don't know about that, but people are definitely nervous about the uh, the lawsuits and stuff. And, you know, here here's what I got out of it. It's a pain in the butt because you, if you do say something in those meetings, they do put you on the, on the lawsuit as a name. But, yeah, it doesn't make they don't any do sense. anything about it. No, I mean, it's just a little you shouldn't be worried about lawsuit if you're doing the right thing on these committees. Yeah. Just saying. Well, Scoo, have you ever been on the HPC? No, no. I was asked to interview, but I you know, haven't heard anything. So love oh. to serve. So you're basically in a black hole. I guess. I might be in the black hole because I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you would say that, but. Uh... <laughs> no, I uh, yeah, the HPC is a good board to be on. And... Well, Art did a pretty good show the other day. I saw talking that. To... And I thought that made, you know, kind of sense, you know, yeah. the 17 different points and, and whatnot. Right. So, and, and, you know, contrary to, I think what the caucus committee 
kind of evaluates people on is, you know, are you, it's not, are you raising your hand to volunteer? It's, are you qualified? And as Art yeah. indicated, you don't, the only qualification you have to have to be at a border commission, to be honest with you, raise your hand and you had to be a resident <laughs> and, and you want to do the work because there's so few people that do that. Those people that do should be automatically put on there. But no, they're always looking for our, you know, like uh, HPC. I mean, are you a historian? What have you done in your past life as a historian? Yes, you should be on there. Well, school, you know my new saying now. No, quit, qu quit your bitching and pitch in. You like That's that? Right. That's. I, I agree with you, and I, I I bitch a lot, but I also pitch in. Yeah, you know, you so did your time. You... I just sometimes not qualified. They they just they call so you. Be, they... It must be real easy to get people to volunteer if you have to turn people away. <laughs> that's not what I heard. I heard it's like so difficult to find people, which it is. It's like uh, applying for a job, you know. Nobody ever call you apply. Nobody ever calls you back. You're in a black hole, and then it's a bad taste in your mouth. Or they, they you know, or they, or they say, "Hey, you know what? We want to interview you." <laughs> you get interviewed, and it's like maybe thirty seconds, and you're put on pause for a minute while your your uh, online interview is going because the interviewees are eating their dinner. Or they're calling you by the wrong name. Or they call you by the wrong name, or. Or, or better yet, they don't have enough people there to interview. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're just making a point, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, I, my, my point is simply, you know, it's very difficult and it's a lot of work to interview people, to fill positions and all that. But when you're interviewing people, you know, don't cursory do it. Do a good interview. And then also you have nine people in each ward on the caucus committee, all nine people need to be in those interviews. Because if they're not there, they shouldn't be on the caucus committee because they don't have the time to do that. that that's, a, that's a pure, simple, you know, show respect to the people you're interviewing and show up to the interviews and ask pertinent questions. What's a pertinent question, Scoo, just asking? Uh, well, I, mean, I think a pertinent question if, you're, if you've served before, on a border commission to ask, you know, what you've done, you know, what was, what stood out in your previous role on a border commission. And then, you know, another good one is, you know, what can you do? What are you looking to, you know, accomplish and hope to, you know, on the new border commission? I mean, it's not difficult, I don't think. And, and the other thing is talk about yourself, ask questions about your personal life and all that. I mean, these people should be, you guys should be doing the work to find out what these people are interviewing, what their background is particularly with social media. How so? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, we fill out, you fill out these, uh, these serve VPSs or whatever they're called, and you can't put everything on there, but you sure can pull up people's social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and kind of, you know, ask those questions. It's not difficult. You want to get to know somebody. Well, I was given, uh, I was given this, this question I need to ask. Pete, what do you think your best values are? Go. I, so you're saying on. ask more than two questions? 
have a have an interview that lasts longer than seven minutes. And the other thing is, I don't think you should be asking people. I don't know if it happens or not, but um, you know, yeah, you should ask about the commission. You know, if you've been on it or watched some videos on it, but um, you shouldn't ask uh, questions about opinions on a board or commission. What do you think? How would you have done this? I just think that leads into some biasness because if I had a opinion one way that the interviewer doesn't agree with, and if I'm asked that, I say, well, I go this way, then they're like, well, screw him. He's, <laughs> he doesn't see it this way. <laughs> He's out. <laughs> well, you're supposed to look for agendas, aren't you? Yeah, but there's other ways to do it. I hear sure. What I mean, are the other everyone, ways? Everyone has an agenda, right? I, I don't have one. Yeah, you do. You want to see the podcast be successful. Near, I mean, that's an agenda. I want everybody to be successful. I want everybody to perform as close to 100% as they can. Right. That's. You know, here you ask a good question. Here's a good question that everyone should be asking on the caucus committee. Have you investigated, Pete, the work that needs to be done on this commission. And what I mean by, what, what do you mean by, what I mean by that is, have you looked at any of the packets? Have you asked anyone that's a current member all the work that's involved? You know, have you looked at um, some of the videos that some run like three and a half hours, <laughs> right? Do you have time, at, you know, to do a three and a half midweek? Can you stay awake? Can, <laughs> well, that's the other, can you stay awake? And when you ask the question, can you stay awake? You got to make sure he's, you're awake in the interview. Just saying. <laughs> All right, Scoo. I think we've covered the gamut here. You're a first ward, right? I'm a first. I'm an east sider. That's right. No so, west side for me. You got a big, big task to fill that for, uh, alderman spot. Yeah, we got some people uh, we're, we're, we're going through and... Uh, How's that going? We're still interviewing and we're trying to figure out if we needed to get it by uh, mid-month or they're going to push it back to January because I still haven't figured out why they're delaying the vote. Something happened. Delaying what vote? Uh, the voting process in general. The Illinois primary election moved to June 2022 after Prisker signs. I don't know. So we're supposed to, we're supposed to get it by next, by, by, I, November, we're supposed to have it for a for a March vote or spring vote, and I think it's put it might be pushed back. Don't have the answer yet. So, how are the uh, candidates? Good, qualified. What do you guys consider qualified for an alderman? Uh, for alderman, you should be on another board. You know, know the process. Boards. So have you guys ask those people that question. It depends. Everybody kind of interviews differently, but. You can look and you can go to the caucus website. You can do a, a search on the virtual profile sheet or the VPS. Wow, that's what it stands for. That's what it stands for, yeah. It's like a resume database. And what's kind of interesting is not a lot of people update that database. So you have people that live in Florida that say they're interested in aldermen and you're calling them and they're in Naples. Like, eh, I don't, I don't yeah. think... Uh, that's the sad thing. The sad thing is if you're pulling those up and actually calling the people in it. <laughs> well, you know, you try to do an email screen, say, hey, are you still interested? And then if not, please update your, your database. You call them up, you talk, and 
you know, like I'm the first interview because there's nine of us on the caucus in the ward. So we say, hey, we need an alderman. Go find some people. And you start with the people that raise their hand. And then after you get the response back from them, you, you know, say, hey, do you know anybody? You bring them in and the, and we, we interview, Ward 1 interviews uh, the Ward 1 candidates. And then we bring them together to the whole caucus meeting. We haven't done that yet. Um, so when you're, you're in the ward search, do you guys, um, besides the VPS, do you look at other boards and commissions that people are currently on or? In the VPS, you can see what their interest is and then that they're currently on another board. Right. You can look at that. But the problem that you run into is like HPC, some people want to get off the HPC because you get what a three, two year term, I think is what it is. Then you have people finishing out their two year, first two years, and they want to hop off and do another board. So you may fix one board, but then the other one has an opening. Right. So it's right. a. We need more volunteers, man. We need some more volunteers. Quit well, how, your bitching and pitch in. So how do you go about, you know, getting them? What do you, um, besides the VPSs, are you reaching out to people or how, how does that whole process? How well, does someone know besides people saying, well, just, just call your ward representative. <laughs> well, you got nine people in the ward that are reaching out and everybody's going through the same process of the VPS. Is, is me, 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 I'm a little bit different. You know, with yeah. the podcast, we can reach out there. Well, let me ask, ask you differently. Yeah. So does each nine members you have, does your ward chair say, hey, like Pete, I need you to bring at our next meeting five candidates or four candidates that you would. Yeah. And then you guys kind of work through those people. and. Yeah. So everybody bring, brings in a couple. Does everybody bring a couple? No. You also got to remember, you got some new people that are on that don't really know what's going on. So that nine really turns to maybe you got three or four people and know what they're doing. And, oh, shoot, we we have to go out and get signatures. You know what I mean? For mayor and what, you know, oh, yeah. whatnot. That's fun. So yeah. you see a big shadow at your door. It's me. Yeah, yeah stay out of my war. <laughs> I stay out of the west side, man. Do you now? Do you guys? Um, I know when I was on there in the past, uh, we used to interview. Um, if Ward Three had openings, we just fill the Ward Three, and then the other wards do their own and all that. Is that still work that way, or do you guys share a lot? Uh, the work is split up depending on the board. You you might have, you know, a certain ward. Hey, Ward One, go go look at audit get some people for the audit committee. So I, I thought I, all the positions are broken out by ward. Have had to. Uh, like Alderman is like, like Alderman's ward specific, you know, audit can, you know, it hasn't been ward specific. I know you strive to have ward balance, right? I mean, it's. Yeah. You, you strive, but I don't know how you do it. Hmm. Interesting. That sounds like a changed process. Uh, well, you got to read the bylaws, Scoo. Oh. They're up. They're up on the site. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. They're changed from. Uh, know, well, they changed, uh, let's see, 2016, and they changed in what, 2020, March of 2020, I believe. They're up there. You can check them out. I did. I read All them. Right. Okay. 
The ice rink's going to be open soon, the ice, new ice rink. Uh, There's an ice rink in town? Yeah, West Park. Come on. They just put up brand new ice rink. Oh, rink. that's like old school Chicago where they flood the field and then. Yep, that's going to be flooded soon. They See, out here, they smooth the ice. They don't They don't boards. smooth it. They don't smooth it in Chicago, man. You'll wipe out. They, yeah, they, they smooth it here. They just they, they put the plug in the hole in the ground and then just start filling up with water and they'll clean it and all that. But yeah, it's uh, that was fun back in the day. They used to have ice skating races, barrel jumping, all that stuff. Free-for-all free, free for all hockey was always good. You just couldn't lift the puck in the air. You couldn't. <laughs> you, you skate in the Chicago ice, man. You, you take a header. That's, you're done. No, it's fun. It's nice. It's, uh, you know, they got the warming house. It's a good time. Hopefully we get some uh, good skating days. This, we had good ones last winter, but uh, contingent on the cold. Do the kids ever party over at the beach? Like in Chicago, we would go to Foster Beach, uh, Montrose Beach uh, to hang out. And, uh, ooh, it's cold, cold on that water. Anybody go to the beaches here? I'm sure they don't do that here in Lake Forest or Lake Bluff. Yeah, probably not as much now. I mean, when I was growing up, I mean, it, obviously when I was growing up, the lake front was not anything like it is now. But, yeah, you'd see a bunch of, you know, burned out fire pits on the in the sand and, you know, cans and all that. But yeah. more of the private, private beaches around here. I remember going to high school parties at private beaches. I think yeah, that could be a good show. Didn't you guys have private beaches that you in Chicago? <laughs> we call it the walk, rocks. Walk, walk down the wooded path that the family put together to <laughs> Man, it was uh you would you go to hang out at the beach and then you had some idiot go out on the ice, and of course somebody falls through and you gotta drag them out. Just, yeah, we had that we had a couple ice rinks in town and then uh Deer Path Golf Course, there's a big landfill mountain, that not, not mountain, but hill, that used to have toboggan shoots. Go over there and go down the toboggan slides, and yeah, it's fun, fun stuff. Don't have Hockey, Hockey's pretty big out here, though. Yeah, right? it is. Real big. Look, <laughs> Real is it lacrosse and hockey? Those are the two that go together? Yeah. Yeah, I mean little little league hockey or whatever you want to call it. That's that's really big. Yeah. Let's get David Bradley on here to talk about youth hockey. Who's David Bradley? He heads up all the youth hockey stuff around this area. Why don't you drag him up, Mr. Sports Guy? He's a born and raised guy here. I should. I should get him on here. Yeah, hockey's big. Youth hockey's big. Woo. Expensive. How much of the skates do you think? Oh. Crap. I, I gotta imagine skate new skates gotta be three Hondo or more. Well, actually, when you look at the Air Jordans or whatever, these kids are paying. I mean, it's crazy. And it's funny, is I you know, like Kittles used to be able to go uh buy you skates there. I don't know if they still do it, but those are all it was that, always good, but it's tough with skates because they kind of shape your foot. So if you don't use them anymore, I mean I've bought some used skates before. I thought they were my size and my my big old mallet foot couldn't get uh, in them. You know, whoever is at Kittles, I gave up trying to bring them on, but that should be called the uh, Kittles Market Square. They're the only small business that can seem to make it over there. Everything else is like, like a 40-year contract way back when. 
Because I mean, everything else has, is an art gallery. Yeah, I tell you though, the Schlefkas, they, it's, they, God bless them. They kept that Kittles going for as long as it has. It's unbelievable. Did you ever get a bike there or anything? Oh, jeez, dude. All my I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. I used to always want to work there. Yeah, they wouldn't hire you either, huh? No, down in the basement on the bikes. I love working on bikes. Oh, God, yeah. We bought t-shirts, socks, everything there. You had a little back, back in the back in Lake Forest, back in the day, you you used to have families used to have family accounts at the yeah. stores that you just go in there and just get socks, shoes, whatever, so put it on my dad's account, and they'd send the bill and all that. And it's like we never had it, but you know, I used to go in there and you know, sounds put it like on he did. John Smith's account, okay. <laughs> Wait, he's on the west side. He doesn't get an account. <laughs> but no, that it was, uh, yeah, different time. Uh, they might still do it. You think so? Oh, I'm going to go I in there and say, put it on the Walker account. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Walker. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go Scouts, go Scouts. Friday. Friday. Scoo won't be there. You're a Fairweather fan, Scoo. I am very as Fairweather as you can get. Thanks for listening to the Lake Forest Podcast. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and smash that like button on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Let us know what you'd like to hear about in the upcoming shows. Again, I'm Pete. and can be reached at Pete at LakeForestPodcast.com. The link will be in the podcast notes. On behalf of my co-host, Scoo Walker, we thank you for listening. And we thank our Patreon supporters, Church of the Holy Spirit and Reverend Luke Beck and Matt A., Cue the band.